deja vu. I bet it's all coming. We bring it. Okay, back to some illness. So who better to do it than the fresh bricks? You can ask the banks, I'm the dark skin Will Smith. Tired of that weakness, so I'm about to bring this. Okay, here we go. I write with AKs instead of ink. React instead of think. I chin check by reflex. That's a murder instinct. Why these little boy bands never have it in sync? Backstreet, bye bye, man. you almost 16. When I told you I was dreaming about them Cadillac grills. That Cadillac oil, that, that Cadillac spill. With a whole bunch of liquor and them swishes all filled. With a mansion full of women that got cakes like ill. Cash ruled everything around me. I was racked up. Boys spit flame, propane for the matchup. Cars in the driveway, party in the backyard. She on the dance floor and you know, shawty throw it. Back to that illness, and who better to do it than the fresh press? You can ask the banks on the dark skin, Will Smith. Tired of that weakness, so I'm about to bring this. Hello, everybody. This is Roy Plunkett, and this is Tempo Talks, the KCSU 90.5 FM sponsored podcast where we bring in local artists and talk about music. Today, I'm joined by my co host, Lil Sunny A, and our featured artist, our guest, is Sean Mercer. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome, man. Welcome, Yo, man, man. That, that little Sunny A is a dope. It's just a dope name. Hey, <laughs> got, thank you. Thank you. Drip. Add some drip to it. Right, yeah. right. It's exactly. positive, though, at the same time. Add some drip and the positivity. Oh, Always out, right. out here shining, doing the thing. You feel me? Yeah, and uh, Lil Sunny A is our new um, co-host, joining me and Jayla, and she will eventually uh, take over Tempo Talks and will be your main host. So congrats to her, and thank you so much for coming along. And Sean, thank you so much for joining us today. We super appreciate it. I appreciate you reaching out. It feels real cool to be here, ready to get into the talk. What we got for me today? Exactly. Awesome, dude. Awesome. So, first, we want to ask you, um, you know, who are you as a artist, as a creative? Um, mm-hmm. What do you kind of stand for in your music? Well, I like to. <laughs> my brother Kent Washington. I call him K Dub. He actually came up with the term uh, culture cultivator. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I like to, I like to define myself by that as well. You know, I, I really like to do anything that's going to push the culture forward. That's really just going to, you know, really show what hip hop was created here for. Not all the nonsense you hear and all the negative st- stigmatisms that come with hip hop. I really I'm really about promoting the culture and the love and what it really brings out of people. Just the promotion of being yourself, believing in whatever it is that you want to do, whatever you want, whatever you're passionate about, and taking those passions and implementing them into life and getting more out of it, as opposed to just going to a regular nine to five and you know working to die if that makes any sense oh yeah that makes sense for sure no a lot of people who do that and me and Ken have talked about what being a culture cultivator means and i think that's a great term and i think it's awesome that you you know are joining kent and joining the culture and helping it progress yeah, man, along in the right direction it's a movement we can all be a part of it it's just you know being passionate about something and being ready to pass all that fear and all that doubt that you have in yourself to not accomplish those things is pushing to the side and then trying it because at the end of the day all you got to do is try and if you fail then you learn something because every failure is a lesson so that's what i really Mm -hmm. want to push just chasing after what you're passionate about don't be afraid to fail be be excited to learn from those and to keep growing and to keep pushing those passions and inspire everybody else to do the exact same thing it's contagious that's a great intro i think it's one of the best (laughs) we've had that's That's awesome that's That's awesome that's who sean mercer is in a nutshell that's great. Just to sum it up. <laughs> That's great, man. Thank awesome. you. Man. Awesome. So you're a rapper who's from the Springs, yeah. moved to Fort Collins? Yeah, man. I actually have a crazy traveling history. I've lived in Pueblo, I've lived in Denver, lived in Greeley. You know, I've lived in Florida and California for a couple of different times. Oh, you wow. know? So I just get around and then just, 
I'm a really friendly guy. I'm really easy to talk to. So I just, I, I establish relationships when I go to these places and I maintain them. Nice. And throughout that, you know, people really support the idea of me, you know, chasing my passion and just, they, it's cool hearing some people hit me up every once in a while. Like, yo man, you've been talking about doing this since, you know, point A, B and C and here you are, you know, and it's, it's, it's just great to know that people still follow me from those areas and helps me make my music and push my art a lot easier too. When you got those type of outlets. I hear you. I hear you. So if you had had to choose or, you know, pick your favorite places that you've traveled to and lived in, what would you say? Oh, okay. All the ones you mentioned. And you you can also say, like, as a rapper, like, L.A. was the best. and But, like, my best residential situation was in Florida. You know, you can, like, separate those if you want. Or maybe they're both Oh, I mean, to same. tell you the truth, I... I wasn't that fond of Florida. You know, I came back quick. I stayed in Florida I you, for about man. three I months. You. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's cool. Florida's cool. I mean, it's for yeah. some people, you know, it just wasn't for me. I'm, I miss my mountains a lot. My mountains out here, I've grown yeah. up. They've been in my backyard literally since the day I was born. So it was like, you know, I had definitely had some withdrawal issues when I left. But <laughs> if I had to pick any place in Colorado that I like to live at the most, it definitely would be up here in Fort Collins. Oh, um, really? Yeah, honestly, yeah. Reason being, for my art, it's... It's a really open market for people that are creative and that have the ambition to go outside of just being a rapper, you know, wow. like like down in the Springs, it's, it's just different. You know, the mm-hmm. interaction between artists is different. The interaction between the fan base is different. Just the type of music that people really get behind and support is just different from what I do. And, you know, Denver, it's like there's so many talented artists down there in Denver. You know, I could mm-hmm. I could go on for days. And we were just talking about the talent that that's down there. It's just, you know, it's it's a lot. It's It's, it's like how can you stand out in, when you're in a school full of fish? Mm. You know, wow. I'd, I'd rather be a shark in a small pond. <laughs> if that makes any sense because that's gonna, yeah. I can build my foundation off that and that's going to be something I'm going to continue to eat off even after I do decide to leave here. That it's going to be something I can always come back to and that's always going to keep fueling me. It's like home base because I can go do the exact same thing I'm doing here in Denver and be successful. But, you know, if I, if I do that in Denver and I leave, the fans still going to love me, man. <laughs> you feel me? That's crazy. That's a whole new perspective <laughs> that I have not heard of, but it actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, man. And it's very sound. I think differently. And then cool, yeah. it's, it's another thing. It's like a lot of the areas up here in Fort Collins, a lot of these businesses up here are run by just regular people. You know, just they're all mom and pop shops. Everybody owns their own business up here, and it's easier for them to really get behind another entrepreneur doing the same thing, whether it be with me and my music or it be with me and my jewelry or clothes. And it's just they, they like people like go-getters out here. It's easier for me to just walk around out here and people recognize me after seeing me once and they remember you the next time you see mm. me. And it's an easy conversation started. It's an easy relationship builder. And I've met people out here that own businesses over, like over at the Smoky Monkey over mm-hmm. over at Virgin. I've met owners over at the Mellow Yellow and I sit down and hang out with these people and, and they, they educate you. They put you on game on how they did it and then you can implement it into your own business. So it's like you yeah. don't really get that type of game talk down in Denver just because of, you know, it's a metropolitan area. So a lot of the businesses are big. They're like really big chain stores out there. Yeah. There's not really too many mom and pop shops in the same way down in the Springs. So it's like, it's harder for you to get those type of business relationships established when everybody kind of just looks at you as just another rapper, you know, and mm. quote unquote, if that makes any sense, you know, it's just, no, sure, rapper's sure. not Sounds a bad like... term, but it gets a negative insight when you're coming around to business people and you want to say, oh yeah, so what do you do? I don't even tell people I'm a rapper. I say I'm an artist. And then it opens up, what kind of artist? Which you are first, an artist. Right, I exactly. I would say so. Right, thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. And it, yeah. it needs to be like that. It just needs to be, we need to start being looked at as business owners, as, you know, business creatives or just ideal creators as opposed to, you know, I can make I can make words rhyme. That's really what I kind of get when I hear the word rapper. That's very important. Absolutely. Yeah, and it sounds like you're saying it's uh, easier to 
to brand yourself uh, in Fort Collins? Oh yeah, man. It's, it's so it's it's maybe not even easier, just more fulfilling. I Ooh. I feel like I genuinely feel like people are actually connecting with me. I was because again, there's so many different, so many talented artists in Denver in the Springs, and it's like there when, really is. And there's so when they're always in your fate, it's almost like every other day there's a whole new artist come up. You know, I can basically count all the rappers up here in Northern Colorado that are making any noise just within two hands and probably still have a couple fingers left over. You know. And those are still the same people that have that same type of mindset that I have that I can sit here and really create with, you know, whether it be people like Kent Washington or Cool and K or Anvil or Devin Trammell, you know, same people that are really big heavy hitters up here in northern Colorado that don't get the exact same type of shine per se, maybe down in Denver or Springs, but up here, <laughs> it's the exact same amount of noise, you know. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I'm... I myself have never really thought about Fort Collins as the place that's uh, open. I thought it was more, I mean, maybe I kind of assumed it was open, but I kind of thought it was a lacking market, um, especially in the R&B and hip-hop uh, category of um, stuff because I, people don't really come here to play, like, big shows. Yeah, but you know what people big are up here, though? Do it. You know what people are up here, though? The D1 students. The students that travel from different states that are all out here that are just coming to one large hub and that are going to these shows that are selling out. The Aggie Theater sells out almost every show oh, yeah. they do, you know? Every time you go to the Aggie Theater, you can guarantee there's another... to play there. If you're paying to play. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I get that. I don't mm -hmm. pay to play. There you know? You go. I have deposits. I, I get paid for my for my verses. I get paid for my shows. I, 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 don't, I can't relate. But I'm I saying it. it's like places, it. it's things like that, say. when you have places that are selling out, it's like, the, I can go to Denver in the spring. Springs... Is my hometown. I love the Springs to death. Mm -hmm. But there have been plenty of times where, like, I performed in front of just twelve people. Where I've never performed in front of a per, uh, front of a twelve person crowd in Fort Collins. And that's because those college students that are young, they're wanting to go out, they want to have fun, yeah. they, they're interested in music, and really they kind of dictate the type of artists that they bring out here. Mm -hmm. So if you understand what the students want, if you understand the type of music that they want to listen to, then it's going to be that much easier for you for them to spread your stuff around when they leave Colorado, when they go back to places like New York, L.A., Texas, Nebraska, Kansas, people that are really coming here for a D1 college experience uh -huh. are going to take that music and leave. And not just that, they're going to grow with you throughout those four years that they're out here on this campus because it's like, oh, Sean Mercer, yeah. Remember, kid was walking around campus and he was handing out mixtapes my freshman year, <laughs> and it goes crazy. That's what I did down cool. in CSU Pueblo too. So, so are you saying that uh, CSU is very much a helpful um, yes. resource Definitely. in Fort Collins to Definitely. artists like you and like Kent and other artists around here? Yeah, definitely. And it's because like you get those new students every year. They're always coming in. It's always going to be new people for you to be able to to entertain. Whereas Sick. places like in Denver and Springs, a lot of the people down there like your music because they grew up with you. A lot of the people that are in the Springs that grew up, I grew up with in the Springs are still there. They've never really got outside those boundaries. And the same things with this, with Denver. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why it's kind of like, if you're not from Denver, it's almost hard to kind of get your foot in the door in a lot of different ways, unless you're just generally talented or you know some people that can, you know, kind of point you in the right direction. I kind of I kind of got lucky with a couple of different people just because they liked my art. And then I was able to get on a couple of good stages, you know, and I've been able to make a name out in Denver just off of that alone. But if I was down in Denver... Like, every day, like how I am up here, it'd be a different story. I just don't think I'd be as successful outside of that. I think I honestly would probably be crippled by the success I'd gain in Denver because I'd be too scared to go anywhere else and do anything different, if that makes any sense. No, no, it does make sense, but I want to hear it again because that's a hot take, and I love it. <laughs> I feel like so, yeah. I feel like you, you'd be crippled yeah. by your, your success yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, I definitely think I'd be crippled Denver. by that. Because it's like, you know, people that are good artists down there, 
they taste that success and it's almost like Timber will make you feel like the superstar that you've always wanted to feel like. I can guarantee mm. you that. They're always going they're gonna support you like like you've already made it. But that's you take that same energy to to a place like Fort Collins, to a place like Colorado Springs, to a place like Greeley, Colorado. <laughs> and then to be honest with you, you, you kinda drop the ball because it's not you haven't been you're not doing the same things down in Denver that you're doing you're not putting that time. You've you've lived in these cities. You've been here your entire time. Like you've had plenty of years to really build your brand. And it's not relating anywhere else because the only place you've pushed it is in Denver. If you ask anybody in who who is relevant in the music scenes, whether it be in Springs, Greeley, Fort Collins, Denver, anywhere in Colorado, my name is going to be relevant. Pueblo, it will be. I can promise you that. I've made sure of it. I have I, because I haven't been stagnant. I refuse to sit in one place when there's other markets that are just as viable to attack. And honestly, I make majority of my money up here. That's why I don't pay to play. A lot of artists down in Denver are still paying for their tickets or paying for their deposits and making 70 bucks after they've sold over 120 mm-hmm. tickets and performed in front of these crowds, and you make 70 bucks. Yeah, you got booked for your next show in Denver, bet. I, I booked myself a tour last year out of state and was paid off that. Crazy, crazy. So let's keep this going. You kind of touched on this a little bit, but I want to talk about it a bit, a mm-hmm. bit more. Talk about the new students coming in every year, mm-hmm. new audiences, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you think the, um, how do you think the growth of Fort Collins has played and will play in the future? Because the city itself is, is talking yeah. about how they're going to handle this growth. Yeah, it's growing exponentially. About 70,000 um, new residents are going to be coming in and staying in the next five years. Oh, wow. Some crazy number like that. Yeah, man. Like I actually live like right across the street from campus up here in Fort Collins. So I've been seeing all the buildings and yeah. stuff they've been building. And, and housing is going to be a big part of this. Right. The whole infrastructure of, of Colorado, which me personally, I'm not from Colorado. I'm from, I'm from the East Coast, which you guys probably know. I've heard <laughs> me talk about before, but I've probably ragged on the Colorado infrastructure before on some podcasts. <laughs> I've tried to bring it up as much as I can because I think it's trash. Um, <laughs> like an East Coast person would. I feel you. I feel you. I yeah. Did. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for pushing <laughs> my own agenda here, but <laughs> no, but no, but like seriously though, like the infrastructure does matter for all a- aspects of the growth in the city. And that includes the artists as well. Like it's crazy to think about how like some roads and some street lamps will, will affect, you know, uh, a person's career, but they do. The amount of people who come here who can't afford housing. Yeah. How's that going to help you as an artist grow when people want to start leaving? The way I'm looking at it, honestly, is like when people end up start leaving, I just pray to God I made an impact on them with the time they were here. Mm. And then they follow me after the fact. You don't need to be here. You just need to meet me once, hear my music once. You can decide if you like it at that point or not. And if you decide to keep following me after you decide to leave, then okay. But as far as the opportunity I'm going to have because of how much it is growing and how diverse Fort Collins is actually setting to become, Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a pretty good chance of doing something, yeah. especially the fact that I've been putting in work up here already. It's, I'm already laying the foundation. At mm-hmm. this point, all it is is just keep building on top of it and adapting as the world adapts around me. You know, I can't, I'm not going to change my art because, you know, what's happening up here is, is detriment. I'm going to change my art in the right ways and hope that it affects people in the correct ways and they carry it with me after the fact. But not just change it because of them, just change it because I want to grow and hope they grow with me. And that's the whole point. That's the whole point of a fan and an artist. You, you rock with an artist because you feel like you can grow with them. If I meet you True. at a point where I can relate with you in, at, at your life at this moment, hopefully you can keep growing with me as I continue my path. Because I'm not going to be exactly. the Sean Mercer yesterday that I am right now or exactly. two weeks ago. I'm just not. Yeah, you hear that a lot with uh, people and they're the artists that they like. They're like, oh, they change. No, I'm not changing. I'm growing. Growing. So difference. Yes. Yeah. So if you want to ride with me along with that yeah. growth, then right. you can. Yeah. And you want an artist to grow unless all you want is a one-hit wonder. Right. You know? Right. And I don't like those 
artists because, you know, I sure they have one great song, but, you know, I don't know them. I can't relate. I can't get that connection that music really is a connection from creator to audience. Right. And it's a, a mutually beneficial experience. Which is another reason why I don't think I could really serve, like why I'm so I'm not anti Denver. I love the artists in Denver. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that it's a market that I'm 100 percent sold on at the moment because that's okay i mean honestly a lot of the artists not a lot of them but there are enough people that are content that's the word i'm looking for they're content with making their songs that'll let that allow them to get into the vip for free and stand on couches mm-hmm. i'm not on that mission i hear you i can do a lot more with my time you know and there are a lot there are those artists that are that are that are really just accommodated that they're they're cool with you know getting the ego stroke standing on couches going to clubs but it's like that's why they don't leave Denver because you're not going to get that same type of star treatment in different areas. You know, you, that just shows to me what your artistry is really about. And I'm, I can't really rock with artists like that, which is why I try to find like-minded individuals who want to grow outside of just being, doing music. Music can open doors for so many other things. It's, it's an educational, sure. it's, it's an educational lane. If you decided to use it that way, I could teach these kids about how they love themselves and how to make, make music or their passion work for them before they get out of high school. And if I do that, then I'm I, I'm put, doing my part to change the economy and the way that we see ourselves as humanity and a society. Because right now, the way that the mind works is we're all trapped to just do the same thing, go to school, get trained to go to work, and then be told if you're passionate about anything, don't pursue it because you're going to fail. And there's no reason for you to do that. Just work around to five and everything will be okay, you know? Those people that want to break outside that just to get famous, that's cool. Those are the people that, I, that are more than likely in Denver. Outside of all that, people who want to be more than just artists and want to actually take their passion, use it. That's what those are people I'm trying to reach. So Denver is a kind of an area where I, I touch on what I need to, but not all the time. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, 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 no. You've de- definitely explained yourself very well. I, uh, I uh, haven't really thought about Denver as like that um, kind of content place, but it makes sense when I hear it. Just, it sat- it just saturation. Sense. You know, it's hard. It's hard yeah. to get onto the Patriots, but it's going to be a lot easier to make it onto the Browns. Hot takes. <laughs> you feel me? I love it. Great <laughs> analogies. I love it. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking about that, man. That is, that is great stuff right there. But as we're talking about Fort Collins and the market in Fort Collins, we should also talk about your shows in Fort Collins yes. and what you got going on yes. in Fort Collins. Yes, we got a lot of good stuff. Let's about the abstract stuff. Let's talk about the nitty gritty, hardcore details that you got going on. They're <laughs> also awesome. Man, just like what you were talking I got, about. We got a lot of stuff in the plans right now. I'm not going to let go too much. You know, K-Dub would definitely, he's, he'd have some words with me, but I'm going to let this he's go like this. He's cheesing right now. I'll let, I'll let it be <laughs> like this. Um, we, we do got a couple shows. Got a kind of a double header happening okay. this weekend. Uh, Friday, Blueface is going to be at the Aggie Theater. Um, okay. Um, One of our, I'm going to be performing on the show with Cool and K mm-hmm. um, and TJ Ty. And then the very next day, it's one, it's going to be a K-Camp show. Both shows are almost sold out. But it's it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible experience. Uh, Kent Washington is on that one. A uh, one piece from Lion League. Shout out Lion League. Um, you know it's gonna be just it's gonna be kind of a family affair because everybody who's on this on the K Camp show is like it's family. People I rock with. People who I try sure, to I, sure. I admire. I look up to. And it's just gonna be crazy because we got word the other day that we're you know, literally about almost a hundred two hundred tickets away from selling out the venue. And we got that we got that alone just between us you know what i'm saying between people so it's gonna be yeah, yeah. it's gonna be ugh, i'm excited we got rehearsal That's right awesome. after this so it's gonna i'm about to go put in the works and find it you. you know what i'm saying i hear you yeah so real quick i want to ask uh can't watch it in the question 
Please, sir, get on the mic. Ken Washington is here in the studio. Hey, Dub. Hey, Dub. The level's fine. The level's good. You yeah, you're, yeah you're, you you sound good. Mm-hmm. You sound good. You're live? Yeah, we're live. Drake. <laughs> I'm playing. That was, that, was, Drake. That, was a, that was a big change. I'm playing. Yeah, no, you, hey. Hysterical. I had to, you know, shout out to Sean Mercy, man. My brother. <laughs> true, yeah. true. My so, guy. my question for you, Ken, and you, Sean. Um, so K Camp is coming to, to town. I'm sure, I'm sure you guys have talked to him before. You guys know him. Do I know K Camp? Yeah. No. You don't. No. Yes, yeah, you I talked met... at all. No. Oh, you haven't. Oh. I'm no. at K Camp. Uh, I thought you would. No. I had ex- high expectations. <laughs> Sorry Ken. about that. No. He will. Um, he will this weekend. It is different because it's like it is the promoter. You know. You um, met Flappish, so we're all good. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I'm already jealous wow. about that, that enough. That's awesome. We'll meet, yeah. we'll meet K Camp for sure this weekend. We but, we already talked yeah. about on air about the uh, personal connection they had through WWE. Yes, I gave them half of my about. wrestling collection. Yes, and Meech Meech Darko like was like so infatuated. <laughs> so like he came to the Aggie before and was like, "Yeah, come kick it." Awesome. So that was like incredible. You don't forget those yeah. type of interactions, man. Never. <laughs> So, so Sean, I guess this is kind of a off-topic question, but I'm just curious because I do, uh, um, I like K Camp a lot. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, some of his underrated songs, uh, like No Question, um, just great songs that I think fly underneath the radar and no one really cares about. But what I want to ask you about is if you know Sayari the Kid, because Sayari yeah. the Kid and K Camp are kind of in like, yeah. cohorts of their friends or whatever. Right. They mingle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I like K Camp, but I follow this guy, Sayari the Kid, on Instagram. And I don't know if you do or you've seen. Oh, not on Instagram. No. Definitely follow his adult. Definitely follow the music, right. though. He's. Have you seen him play or have you. Do you like his. Yeah, I like his music. I haven't actually seen him in person. I haven't seen okay. him performing or anything like okay. that. Okay. But his music, as far as. is dope. I really like. <laughs> I like music like that. Him and K Camp is really dope. It's really. Mm-hmm. It's and I, like you said, they do get downplayed a lot, and it's and it's kind of crazy to me because it's like I'd be looking for music that makes you feel something, mm-hmm. regardless on you know what genre of music at all or the type of hip hop artist you are, because there are different genres in hip hop. Don't let anyone tell you any different. Mm-hmm. But I I love their music because it it gives it gives me that feeling that part where I can kind of just lay back, sit back and just vibe and kind of teach myself to listen to the music, almost you know give myself therapy to listen to things like that, you know. If that makes any sense. Yeah, 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 it's definitely a vibe. It's definitely a vibe. But uh, so so I think Sorry to Kid is he has an interesting Instagram. Maybe check it out. I think he's public. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he posts some interesting stuff on there. Interesting, interesting stuff about Atlanta and the culture around Atlanta. <laughs> so, we were just in Atlanta not too long ago. Oh yeah. Yeah, we went. Oh, there. so it'd be great for you to you know kind of think about your time there and think about what Sorry to Kid says because <laughs> I, I I look at what he says and I'm like I follow all these other from Atlanta and I just think it's contradictory he says and I'm also a huge black fan um and black and uh Cyrity Kid was on Black's tour and he left halfway through the tour so that's something that I don't really know about but I want to know more about There's that is something that. that is definitely story behind that that we gotta dive deeper <laughs> into that is crazy I didn't I didn't even know that he just left halfway through the tour yeah wow yeah I forget the story I don't know if there was one I, I kind of forget it. I think uh, that's crazy. It had to be something crazy for him to really get up yeah, off of I mean, the black it, tour it, and just it, be. It could have been. It could have been. You know, Sirey the kid had his own stuff to handle back home and couldn't travel. It could have been creative 
differences. I'm just, this is all conjecture. So, not important. <laughs> not important. No. More importantly, K Camp is coming to town and yes. uh, you guys are putting on a great show. Yeah, yeah. And that is tickets which, are $20. Which dollars. Uh, it's on the 2nd. It's on Saturday. Uh, 2nd of March? March 2nd, yeah. I and mean, tickets are going to be $20, 30 days a day of. You know, if you guys decide you want to go and check out the Aggie, you know, we'll guarantee we'll put on a good show for you. Just let us know if you want to. All the local artists that are on that lineup are awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One Piece is on that one. Uh, TJ Ty, who I've been doing music with, we've actually got a project coming out together. We, he, He's going to be on it. Uh, Kent Washington, of course, myself. It's going to be dope. It's going to no, be dope. No More is a dope song. No, thank no, no you. Ah, yeah, I don't even check that out. Deuce, Deuce is my favorite though. I'm performing I must that say, too. I must say because it's that it's that East Coast again. We're here going to here you go. Here you go. <laughs> it's, it's that it's that. I don't know if you listen to Wretch. Yeah, you do. Yeah, see, I, I love Wretch, dude. Like man, I love Wretch. <laughs> His Instagram is a TV show. Yes, yes, it really see, is. I've had a couple um a couple friends that actually follow that follow him and pull him up for me every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like my my uh, what did I say? How do I say it? My social media manager advised that I, you know, don't follow a lot of people. <laughs> so I haven't really been I've able to, that I don't get to keep yeah. up with them all the time. But I hear you. I mm. hear you. So, yeah, I mean, it's great that I love hearing all the influences in your music because uh, just through like you could go, go through like, your, like three songs of that that you have and just hear a variety of influences. And like I feel like like genres. Right. And, and you know? honestly, it's kind of a. It, it almost works against you. It's almost it's so cool to be versatile in a ways, but it's like I've been working so hard on trying to find a sound that I actually like balance out with that I can keep going with. And I'm finally coming across it, but it was like, you know, being versatile, I was able to try out so many different things, you know, because there was a period where, you know, where Wayne was completely dominating the game and it was punchline rapping, you know, and then you go from that to, you know, really wanting to just be super lyrical, like, you know, like the Wu-Tang Clan off East Coast, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, feel, okay, I see, all right. All right. Yeah. I heard a, what, <laughs> okay. What was that song? Um, back to life. Yeah, back to life. I, yeah. I, I, I felt it right there. I was like, this could be like Joey, like in like 2013, 2012. Yeah. yeah. Joey was only like 16 at the time. That's rap, crazy. That's been just like that. That's a really dope comparison. I appreciate that. That makes you feel good. <laughs> oh no, it, it's it's true. It's true. I felt it because that's that that's the stuff that when I was just like really getting hip hop, like when I was in high school, that's that's all I knew. Yeah. You know, ASAP. Before he started putting out albums, and he had his mixtape that people don't even think about now, which is one of the best mixtapes of, of all time. That was rap for like us in high school. That was it. That was a really inspiration time when I very first, the very first time I ever heard ASAP Rocky was like, it was it was crazy because it was like a New York sound kind of mixed mm-hmm. and chopped and screwed with some Southern stuff, and I was like, yeah. I was like, this guy just completely like just make Texas his own New York sound. Like it was, yes. it inspired the heck out of me. That's when I started using chopped and screwed voices in my music, real dope. He inspired the heck Love out of me it. on that one. I'm I'm re- I am very upset about how chopped and screwed fell out of the mainstream hip hop. I'll bring it back if I can. Like oh. Goldie was my favorite ASAP Rocky song of all time. All the time I love Goldie. <laughs> the music video was sick. Mm-hmm. The swag was just sick. Everything, everything about the whole concept of the song to the video to the way he laid it out and laid it down it was superb. Hey, ASAP, if you ever hear this man, shouts out. <laughs> <laughs> His concepts are dope for sure. Facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, man. But like the Fresh Prince of Egypt, the back uh, that was off of a mixtape called Fresh Prince of Egypt, the Back to Life song, where I did nothing but '90s R&B samples from top to bottom, and I told a story throughout the lyrics of the songs of a man. Men kind of touched on men's insecurities and men's, you know, complexion to just wanting to not be faithful in a relationship. And mm-hmm. I kind of show myself 
put myself as the main focus to where I was like, no, I'm cool. I don't want to be in a relationship getting the one and then end up ruining it and not understanding the good thing you can have when you're in it and how it really kind of self-defeats yourself because you put it, you do the same thing over and over again and never really learn from your mistakes. So if you put this, the mixtape on repeat, it literally shows the cycle mm. of how men get trapped inside that expectation of trying to be cool, trying to be a player, getting a good woman, taking her for granted, losing her. And then not really bouncing back because you just gave a part of yourself away, so you never really come back a hundred percent. It's kind of like kind of like learn from your mistakes and grow from it. But if you never do, you're trapped in that cycle. Exactly. Awesome, awesome, Sean. I love it. So we do only have like a few minutes here to wrap up, which is a shame. I'm loving this conversation, but uh, I want to ask you what you're like. If you had a few influences, main influences that you wanted to pick out, what would those be? <sighs> All right. I'm going to get this one out the way because I don't want to talk too deep about it. I love Kanye West's music. Not 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 with him as a person, don't, but man. I, I hear you. Yeah, musical, no, for sure. He is definitely a music. Musical, musical genius. genius, for sure. Um, yeah. Big Crit. Love Ooh. Big Crit. Big Crit is my favorite artist. Don't say, don't talk to me about Big Crit. If you've got anything negative to say, because we can <laughs> box it out. You hear me? Uh, don't worry. Then, I won't say anything negative about Big Crit. I, I love, love Crit. Dude. Uh, I knew I liked you. I got, I got you, man. And then um, if I had to say, if I had to pick one last artist that I just, Post Malone. I really like Post Malone. Oh, for Malone. real? I like that. I really wow, like that's a great variety. Yeah. He's, he's, that's awesome. He's, he's climbed up on my on my top recently, honestly, but it's like, his writing, man. It's just, I don't think from listening to your music, I would have got that. Oh, you'll hear it in my new stuff. Oh, okay. For sure. Like I, That's the growth? Mm-hmm. Okay. But general, if there's a general genre that inspired me more than anything, R&B. Love it. I love R&B. I'm, I've, I have not grown up on R&B, but I'm getting into it as I get uh, older, and it's just, it's beautiful. Oh, man. See, that's how, that's, that's how I remember falling in love with music. I used to remember waking up, like, on weekends. My mom would be downstairs cooking and just playing something like Gerald LaVert and Boys to Men, New Edition, um, Aaliyah, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, SWV, 702 come down and, and she'd be singing, just screaming out, out the top of her lungs. It used to really aggravate me. And I used to be uh-huh. like, why are you always so loud? You can just, you can sing quieter. But now I find myself doing it in my older age, you know, like just completely singing all these songs. And my mom's key term she used to use, if I know the song, I'm going to sing it. If I don't, I'm going to fake it. So either way, you're hey. about to hear it. You know I mean? And then it was just, she did it so much, the music just got implanted in my head. And then I started, you know, creating music just off of that, off of, off of your roots. That's, that's what, awesome. That's how artistry should begin anyway. That's awesome. So uh, go on and play a game with those three artists you picked out. Okay. Um, and this is a game that Sean introduced to us. But how about uh, Lil Sunny A? Do you want to um, talk to them about what the game the game is? Explain it. Um, so we have basically that either you work with an artist. And make a song. Make with? a song, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Or completely get rid of the artist. Mm-hmm. Or what was the third one that you had? Uh, make an album. Make an album with an artist. Yeah. yeah. And see, I've been thinking about it too. Like I, <clears throat> I think I'd be down to make. I want to make an album with Post. Off, offer it. I'm gonna make an album with Post Malone just because. Uh, it's, it'd be so big. It'd be so. It'd be everything. It'd be dope. Um, I'm going to make a. Uh, yeah, gonna, I, you've left two hard choices, man. Yeah, man. Because it's gonna. Crit and Kanye. You got to remove one of them. I'm keeping Crit, so Kanye gotta go. I'm just, okay. <laughs> just how it is. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do the song with Crit. I love Kanye to death. I do. I love your music, bro, and I believe your beats one day are gonna. Look, I'm gonna get on one of your no, beats. No, see, eat, but like, like I, I understand now getting rid of Kanye, but like five years ago, if anybody told me that they were gonna get rid of Kanye, 
that would have been ludicrous. No, honestly, I'd have been in the exact same boat with you. Let's, to be let's honest, with acknowledge you. how how Kansa hand gestures <laughs> are telling Kanye to, to get out the door, get out of the out. way, get him out. Tell him me out. that he's made something prolific in five years. Dang, five okay. though. I mean, that's a statement. Five hot takes. <laughs> when, when, is this the I'm place sorry. for hot takes? When did, when did Dark Fantasy come out? I think so. I hope it is. But, no, I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was like 2010. Yeah, you're right. So 10. Yeah. I'd be happy. Oh, okay. I'd be it's happy. If this was the place for hot takes. And I think it is. That's a hot take. Right. Thank you very much, Kent. Okay, <laughs> so so we had so we had big crit make a song with mm-hmm. that'd be an awesome song. Post make an album with right. Kanye. That'd be even better. That'd be and good. Kanye, sorry, I have to forget all the words to graduation. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, we'll go that far, but yeah, you know, you know, Kanye's like, he's just, he's not, he's not Kanye no more. I miss the old Kanye. Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. All right, man. So, Sean, uh, let me think. Did we miss anything? Anything you want to plug? Um, also, I do my own jewelry outside of music and stuff like that. I'm a really big metaphysical well, nice. person. I believe in spirituality and crystals and stuff. So, um, if you guys are interested in those, you know, follow me on Crystal Eyes Jewelry at Instagram. All that's connected. There's no underscores, nothing. And then follow me on Sean Mercer underscore fresh and check out my pieces. Check out my music. Follow me for any updates and announcements about shows and just follow my life. I'm kind of cool guy. Do some cool stuff and, you know, interact with me. Don't be a stranger. I like to make friends. Awesome. Any shout outs? Um, or is that about it? I mean, I tried to shout out as much as people I could throughout the, throughout the interview. Oh, yeah. Shout out my brother, Flo Main, of course. You know, got to, got to touch on that one. For sure. Um, you know, my, my guy, Il Brill, uh, Lamar MTG, just out there in Atlanta right now. Just got back from London not too long ago. She's doing big things. Um, my manager, Lila, appreciate everything that you do. Um, just really anybody who's in my corner, really, at this point, and, and looking out for the squad. You know, I shout K-Dub out. Can't shout him up out enough, you know. That's <laughs> man, man, man of many hats right there, y'all. And just, just follow us. We're going to be doing a lot of big stuff this year, man. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was a great conversation. Very interesting and insightful about rap period rapping for collins artistry in for collins i loved it thank you so much thank you great for to hear me, from you and i hope that uh i wish you the best of the luck in the future and have a great show this weekend thank you man we're have a great two, two shows <laughs> double header we're about to shut it down i appreciate you having me on anytime you guys want me on reach of out of course of course so thank you yeah this has been tempo talks another episode first one of the season starting off strong my name is roy plunkett dj little sunny a DJ Lil Sunny A. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye. We bring it. Okay, back to some illness. So who better to do it than the fresh bricks? You can ask the banks. I'm the dark skin Will Smith. Tired of that weakness, so I'm about to bring this. Okay, here we go. I ride with AKs and